This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly supported by McDelivery, bringing you the food you love. McDelivery brings a top-tier lineup of food right to your door. No matter the results, you'll always be winning with McDelivery. Order now on the McDonald's app and you'll get rewards points delivered too. So that ordering today means some tasty rewards for tomorrow. Only via app at participating restaurants. 18 plus rewards registration required. Points only on menu items, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly teaming up with three for Mental Health Awareness Week this year. Beyond the pitch, beyond the results, we're here to connect fans, getting them to embrace the highs and lows of supporting your club because we're not just fans, we're a team. With two in three football fans having struggled with their mental health, we understand that life off the pitch can present its own challenges. That's why we're committed to ensuring you have the tools to stay connected with your friends and fellow supporters. Take a moment to connect with your mates. A simple text or an open conversation can make a world of difference. And if they don't respond right away, don't hesitate to follow up. Let's all take a moment to talk more than football. February 14th should be a day filled with love poems, love notes, harmony and joy. Instead, after watching Mansfield Town draw two all at Colchester, it feels like we've just been friend-zoned. Colchester United 2, Mansfield Town 2 in Skybet League 2 this afternoon. A disappointing way to spend a Sunday, especially conceding late on, thanks to Frank Nubel. Uh, twisting and turning his way through about 17,000 Mansfield defenders before curling a good effort uh, beyond Aidan Stone into the top corner to steal a point for Colchester on what was a frustrating afternoon on a heavy, heavy pitch. On an afternoon where, really, where any other day that may well have fallen victim to the weather. As it is, it went ahead and it's just a point for Stags. We bring that all the way home and get ready to face Bolton on Wednesday night. As always, share your views, your comments, your observations in the comments and have your say on your team. Why? Because Mansfield matters. This is the Cooldown Post-Match Reaction Show. Colchester United 2, Mansfield Town 2. Colchester 2, Mansfield Town 2, the final score uh, this afternoon in Skybet League 2. The Stags, of course, pegged back right at the death against Colchester United, uh, which has perhaps left a little bit of disappointment in the mouth. But on the bright side, Nathan Edge, we are still unbeaten in 2021. Yes, I guess that's uh, the positive you've got to try and uh, look at at the moment. But, um, I mean... Unfortunately, today, you know, we talk about Valentine's Day. I think this was one, a typical sort of Cam Felton performance. High expectations, <laughs> didn't deliver. <laughs> Sour taste, you know, it's, oh, it's yes. disappointed, really. Oh, yes. 
Oh dear, he's left. He's gone. He's done. He's done one. You've you've finally done it, Nate. Fantastic. Oh dear. Oh. Oh, but no, seriously. I mean, it was. Um, I'm not adding him back I in. I think overall, you got to say a, a a draw was probably a fair a fair result. When we did take the lead and we was winning two one, I was thinking, you know, I'm obviously going to take it. But did we deserve the win? Uh, in all honesty, probably not. So um, a draw was probably fair. Yeah, uh, probably fair in the end, as you say. Heavy pitch, all of that stuff to take into consideration. But I don't know whether it's whether it allowed the optimist in me to start creeping in this morning a little bit or over the last few weeks. Because I'm sitting there at the end, and I, sort of walking off and looking what sort of you know what toys I can throw out of the pram. I was actually a little bit disappointed. I think. What disappoints me most, Nate, is the fact in the manner in which we've conceded that second goal. You know, we've allowed a player to run 30, 40 yards, um, twist and turn the way through. Um, and I think that's what I found most disappointing this afternoon. The fact that we had a, I wouldn't say a commanding lead, but we'd got a lead. We'd worked hard to get it. And then, you know, just by switching off, not getting a challenge in, um, you know, we've, we've sort of, uh, we've thrown away a little bit. Two points dropped, from, in my opinion. Yeah, to a certain 100%. extent. Go on, go on, Cam. Seems you're back. 100%. Oh, it's basics. I think it's it's disappointing because we didn't deserve the draw. I, I don't think Colchester offered all that much. And I think, to, obviously, in the second half, it was just we were piling the pressure on. It was getting more and more and more. And we, and we just couldn't take his chances, unfortunately. And I think it's just... And then to, the goals that we have conceded, it's just been poor defending. Yes, it was a good finish, but it shouldn't have got there. It should have been oh, Bowery when he's when their uh, wingers running away from him. Just just clip his ankles, take the yellow, take the free kick, get back and defend. You take one foot team in that situation. You don't let a man run away from you like that. We'd have probably conceded from the free kick, to be fair, because we can't defend set pieces to save our life. Uh, get your comments uh, coming in. Uh, Kevin's kicked us off this afternoon and says, should have been three points today, but happy with a point. Come on, you stags. Craig says, Valentine's Day frustration onto Bolton and Mardi ever on Wednesday night. Come on, you stags. Uh, Mark says, bloody hell. Jay says, still unbeaten in seven. Uh, Glynn says, gutted in the end, but a point at least. Please, though, take Steve McLaughlin offset piece duty. My gran can do better. Clive says, undefeated in 2021. I reckon a draw was just about fair. Jamie says, poor game, no quality at all from both teams. Very short on the bench, still unbeaten, however. Um, Terry says, we look tired in the last 10 to 15 minutes. Could these breaks be affecting the fitness levels? I certainly think it plays a part in getting yourself motivated and getting that rhythm going a little bit. I think there's a lot more, though, to, to that today. Uh, Stag's chat saves points, uh, points a point. We go again uh, against Bolton on Wednesday. Uh, Roger, that bogey team, Colchester, generally always deflates Stag's in the end. Move on to Everts Bolton. Roger, can't comment on Man of the Match. Could not uh, pay for iFollow, so followed on BBC Sport. Uh, be tough one to choose man of the match today a very sluggish game uh, Wayne says disappointed to let them score late on uh, but the good run still continues onwards and upwards come on you stags um, absolutely so yeah keep your comments coming through and have your say on your team let us know your thoughts on today's game um, I don't know one thing for me come about w- watching that today I think first and foremost you've got to give credit to the Colchester staff to get the game on and also to the referee to allow that game to go on because there are certain areas of that pitch where it was very heavy the ball was barely moving at times in in patches other referees may well have uh, you know called that game off or or not allowed it to go ahead uh, in in the first place so credit where it's due in that respect but on the flip side of that it sort of 
killed the rhythm of the game a little bit. I said to my dad, um, it was it was like playing on two pitches. One half, the, the half which Stags were attacking in the second half was seemingly unaffected and the ball would move very, very well. But the other half where Mansfield were defending, you know, very, very heavy, the ball would hardly move. That certainly affected Mansfield play um, in the first half. And I think, for me, try and imagine yourself running for your life up the steepest of hills with a number of weights like gaffer taped to your legs you know you've got a bit of adrenaline to start off with and in certain bursts you get a bit of adrenaline but ultimately it's it's very very heavy it's very very difficult and I think that played a massive massive part today um, and you know a, a draw was inevitable in the end yeah it is it's, it, I mean it's worse than our cabbage patch at the minute <laughs> but um, no, the weather, the weather didn't help. I imagine it was pretty cold, and there were areas where you could see that it was probably still a little bit frozen. The ball just didn't roll um, how it should do. I think there were a couple of shanked clearances uh, in as well. Uh, it's just one of the things that we've got to deal with because I think overall, I think we dealt with the the conditions quite well. There were a few. Um, wayward passes, but that that could happen in any conditions. So I, I can't be too disgruntled about that. I think it's more down to I think energy levels because I think the, the pitch didn't do too bad in some in some areas, but it's uh, and we kept we did well to keep the ball in the areas where it was the better where it was better up more up, especially in the second half when we were attacking more on the right hand side where. Uh, I think John Bauer is over on that far side, um, and we just managed to get the keep the ball moving and not really let it affect us too much. I just think it's just a bit unfortunate sometimes when the when the pitch is in such a good condition. Yeah, I think it definitely spoiled the the rhythm of the game. And obviously, we said before the game, Nath, about the the young the young sort of bench. The only real senior experienced person we had on the bench was Mal Benning, who did come on uh, late in the second half, played sort of wide left midfield as Mansfield closed it off and went tried to close it off anyway and went for a four five one with Bowery on the right and Reed on his own um, up front. And again. Maybe that was part of the thinking. Maybe Nigel Clough didn't particularly want to make too many changes because of a, a lack of experience, knowing that you know Colchester have got the capabilities to to come and hurt us. But in in hindsight, a little bit of uh, injection of pace from the likes of Tyree Sinclair, maybe even the defensive mindness of uh, Aaron O'Driscoll, perhaps may have um, uh, even uh, you know sort of helped us on the way to to get three points. Hindsight's well, a wonderful thing. Yeah, I mean, well, we know that. Cliff doesn't like to change the team, um, as, you know, at the best of times. So, whether it's starting lineup or even during games, he doesn't make that many subs. If we're totally honest, but you know, we've just been talking there about the the, the conditions playing a part, and you know, uh, Colchester made made a few subs themselves. We only made the one, and obviously, remember now that we can make up to five subs. Of course, only on three occasions, but you know, even though we have got inexperienced players on that bench you would think sometimes um you know some fresh legs certainly towards the uh, latter stage of the game would make a difference but then you can see why Clough maybe didn't want to change it the fact that we were leading you know if it was if we were behind at that point or you know maybe even if it was uh you know one one or two two at that point then maybe he might have been a bit more sort of uh 
you know, risk taking and, and putting on the likes of uh, Sinclair or Law or like Sarah Driscoll, you know, even O'Keefe, you know, um, players that have got a bit of pace pace about them to give them a bit of fresh legs into that, you know, into the team. So, um, you know, you, you, like I say, hindsight's a great thing. You could say that, but you can sort of understand why you might want to keep the exp- experienced heads on the pitch to hopefully try and see it out. And unfortunately today, it's uh, it just hasn't panned out that way for us. Yeah, Richard says uh, a point, a fair result, but we need to be better from set pieces. Uh, Glenn says poor game, but though we didn't do enough to win, the squad looks short of a quality striker. Of course, Oli Sarkic uh, missed out today with a thigh problem. Uh, Keith says let's hope we can smash Bolton on Wednesday. We need to play for 90 plus minutes. Uh, and Chris says even Stevens, I think we missed Lapsley today. Boggy pitch, uh, fair result. Next on to the next game on Wednesday. Let's talk set pieces, Cam, because you know we saw of mentioned it before the show that Mansfield needs to be a little bit more effective from them albeit an own goal we did uh, get uh, our goal from our first goal from a set piece but then the rest of them went back to, to tight we are really missing uh, a set piece specialist or even um, we, we're missing creativity from set plays because we very rarely threatened but we've got the capabilities of players within our squad to win a fair amount of set plays in each game we need to be more ruthless and more creative from these dead ball situations bring back Joe Byron yeah I mean I'm not playing bring I him mean, home for him no chance I mean Bar- Byron uh, his free kicks were a bit questionable Alex McDonald on the other hand they oh, let him yeah. go and he, he he's one of the best free kick takers that we've had recently one you are joking, aren't you? Just, just to clarify. Oh no, no. I mean, I liked McDonald in in bits and he bobs, can, but he to say he's one of the best set piece, to say kick. he's one of the best set piece takers we've had in in recent years, stretching it a little bit. Come on. A little. All right. Bit. Who, who, top, who tops that then? On his I day. Could do yeah, I mean Nathan on his day. <laughs> well, now, you know, we, can I remember that first podcast? Anyway, carry on. But players, we. It, Letting these players go has come to back, back to bite us. And I think, yes, we needed a clear out. But when we know that we've not really got the the strength in these certain positions and we've not particularly replaced someone like Alex McDonald, I don't think we've replaced someone like Joel Byram either. I know um, they very much played very similar. But I, it, it was just we've been lacking that sort of creativity. And Mal Benning's free kicks aren't as good as what they used to be. And we can't stick him on corners because he's barely ever on the pitch. McLaughlin, I, I genuinely think um, you, Nath, could probably deliver a better ball. Yeah, I agree. He shouldn't, shouldn't be put in a corner straight out of, out of play. That's just poor. But um, uh, it's just that cre- that creativity and actually getting a decent delivery to the box. That, it, it's just lacking. And we can't change anything but unless we, we can find a free agent. But... Well, we Maybe can. We can work on set pieces in training. Well, we can, but we've tried. It's clear well, that we've and tried. There are other players on the pitch that you could, you could try Ollie Clark delivering one. Or yeah. You, you know, there's uh, um, Harry Charlesley. James Maris Birch. Few, I know Maris did have a spell. Aidan Stone. Pieces, but Aidan uh, <laughs> Stone on there. Stone. Sinclair, when he's on the pitch, we know he can. You know, has the potential to deliver. A, obviously, he doesn't play much, but if he if he does get him get him on some, you know, the, the, I know. You, you can't do much in in the aspect of bringing in new signings, but you can mix it up a little bit of who's going to be taking them. So, you know, what what's the harm in that? If if the one player's doing it isn't delivering, then there's no harm in trying others, is there? Yeah, and I just think if I, I'd love to actually sit down with the analyst and sort of see the, the proper 
full official stats on set pieces and the amount of set pieces we waste. But it's the same problem at the other end. We we poor defending set pieces. If you look at their um, uh, their first goal, you know it's the second ball or third phase of play from uh, from a set piece again, and it, that cost us on Tuesday. It's cost us in previous games, and that's an area which is really starting to worry me now. And we've settled into this way of playing, which is absolutely fine because when we turn on, when we turn it on, and when we get the ball to feet, we do look um, effective, but. Teams are just going to come and play for set pieces against us, and the way we, the way we set ourselves up to win the ball back and to press high, we do give a lot of set pieces away. So it's catch twenty two. We need to work on attacking them and making the most of them at the one end, but we also need to be a lot sterner at the other end, Cam. Yeah, we do. It just lapses in concentration. It, it, it came back to bite us on Tuesday. It's, it's come back to bite us again today. So it, it's something that we obviously need to work on. Uh, in trading, it's just sharpening up. Cause we, we've not got bad defenders. This is not the issue. It's just the slight lapses in concentration uh, 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 are what's what's punishing us. Uh, and we've got the creativity going forward. And if we could just sort this defensive issue out, then we, uh, as a balanced team, we'd be all right. But it's just little pockets on the field where we're just either not being effective or we're just not switching on. I think that, that that's the thing, though, isn't it? Because, uh, you know, it goes back to that thing of um, it not being fixed overnight. We went on this fantastic run. And yeah, we are still unbeaten, which is which is great. Um, obviously, we've we've not won in a while now, but that's due to the, uh, the, the break we've had in games, Nath. But, you know, there were always going to be certain things. And if you think about it, actually, since the, the transfer window, this little break of two or three weeks or whatever it, it was where we had no fixtures coincided with the end of the transfer window we've brought a couple of players in um, we've obviously let a couple of players go out which has sort of changed the way we play a little bit um, and I think we need a little bit more time to uh, to settle I think Stephen Quinn in particular um, he's got good pedigree and he's got good quality about him but he doesn't seem to fit for me in the, the midfield three he gets a little bit lost in there we need to find our identity again in there to, to try and uh, uh, to try and combat that yeah, I I think um, yeah we obviously we 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 talked about being sort of really dis- disappointed about certain aspects. You know, we talk about um, the lapses in uh, defending set pieces, for example. But I do think a lot of it is just the fact that we've lost momentum. You know, and yeah. um, that's not the the fault of the players or the management stuff. And it's just simply down to the fact that we haven't played much. So you know, I I think that is partly the reason why. Things aren't going as as well as they are at the moment, both defensively. But I think we've lost a bit of our our creativity that we had. You know, we went through spells where we were creating a lot but not putting the ball in the net. Then we all of a sudden we, we started the goal started coming. You know, you think of Port Vale for example, Salford. Um, the goal started coming as well, and things were looking really really good. Uh, but obviously, when you don't play for so long or you play very little for so long, that's it's going to be hard to just expect them to come back into that naturally. With the fact that we've also had a you know change in personnel in the in you know in the team, so there's there's I think a little bit Craig you know that pessimist Craig that came out a few uh, when you turned thirty, you know he, he did have a point, you know, and I think it was. Well, uh, sorry, what was that? Well, yeah, you did you did have a point in the aspect that you can't get carried away over a few wins. I think if we didn't have the postponements, I still think we would have been in a better position to you know to where we are now. I think we would have been 
carried on that momentum a little bit, but I still don't think we would have carried it on to the end of the season. But, um, you know, I, I think we, we've got to understand that we're not going to just come back into all of this and hit the, hit the ground running and go on another winning streak. I think we've got to level ourselves a little bit and be prepared to, you know, we're going to have games like this where it, it felt a bit like a mid-table battle more than anything and, and nothing more. They, they didn't offer a lot, a lot, a bit like Warsaw did. You know, neither team offered a lot. Um, that goes for us over the last two games. So uh, I think we've just hit that point at the moment where I, for one, would hope to see a couple of changes on, on Wednesday night, which will hopefully spark, give, give us a little bit of a spark, a little bit of change of um, personal attitude going into that game. Yeah, absolutely. I think uh, another thing as well is, I think it's very fair to say, and both managers will probably openly admit this, neither team played at 100% today. They were content to just let the game ride itself out. I think probably played at 80% pace. Again, like we said before the game, there's a lot of worry about injuries um, and things like that, especially on, on a cold cold afternoon, heavy frozen pitch as well in, in places, which, you know, you saw that in some of the, the, the kicking from, from Aidan Stone. Ryan Sweeney swung absolutely fresh air and, and lost his foot in. There were a lot of passes. The, you know, the short, short passes which Mansfield thrive on going forward couldn't happen today because the ball just wouldn't move in certain areas of the pitch and um, it, was, it was very heavy. Like I said at the top of the show, it was almost like running uphill a little bit, a, a really steep hill with, with weights strapped around uh, around your legs. It was always going to be a difficult battle and a difficult uh, ask the longer that went on. Keep your comments coming in. Of course, we want your votes for Man of the Match later on um, as well. Um, Nigel says Byron was quality at set pieces. Um, uh, Richard says best set piece player in our squad is Tyree Sinclair. Mark says either overhit them or or get them out on the first kick. They're either overhit or out on the first kick. Uh, Keith says just own up the Stags are an 80-minute team. Uh, Nigel says uh, Frank Newbell caused problems all afternoon. That game would have been right up uh, Cookie Street. We caused them a uh, few concerns up front. Uh, Clough will have a cunning plan. Um Chris says, when Nigel Clough first came in, the team came out of the stocks full on. Uh, past two games seems like we've just come out to play, not with the uh, emergency, uh, the urgency as before. Roger says, the top teams have conceded less goals in general. Um, their defending is at a different level. I think our attack is good. Clive says, uh, this bugger all to merit any uh, wine, uh, whinging, in my opinion. Unbeaten spell. More creativity tells the story. Today's pitch was a killer and there's no doubt we missed Lapsley. Chin up, lads. Uh, Denny says, Craig, what do you think uh, they do in training? Ignore the free kick? Surely not. And this was after a long break. No, not at all. I'm not saying that they ignore, ignore it. I'm just saying that uh, they need to work on it a little bit more because obviously free kicks and set pieces aren't working for us but there you go uh, I'm not a football manager I'm just a person with a hit, mere humble opinion keep Get yours coming in that's all you need yeah that's <laughs> exactly that's just saying just change the delivery mix it up a little bit and we'll be, we'll be bang on uh, I think Clive's right though in, in some respects as well you know we are unbeaten we are still unbeaten because it's two draws after such a long spell it feels a little bit more frustrating what's more frustrating I think overall like we've said is the fact that we've um, you know conceded the goal late on where we should have done better we've probably had as we watch it back two maybe three possibly even four opportunities to get rid of the ball before the shot comes in um, it's textbook stuff really a good quality strike um, from him and then you've got to give credit to Aidan Stone as well moments after that for pulling off a really good save uh, up high to uh, to deny them getting in front 
um, again after defenders sort of dance through got to tighten that screw a little bit but you know on reflection it is a, a good point it's a point we take away from a, a team who are mid-table yes they've been struggling uh, of late but for us it's just about getting going again I think what will really tell for me Cam is how we come out on um, on Wednesday night yes we know our pitch um, is, is not in the greatest um, shape however it's been a long time since there's been a game on it and we know that Mez will have been out every waking hour that he's had possible trying to do his best to to get that up to, to a, a better standard to try and you know alleviate those problems. It'll have been hampered by the weather of, of course but if we can you know start on the front foot against Bolton and you know start a little bit brighter I think we'll be alright. I think it, we need to the mindset I think need we need to as a squad get it out of our heads of conceding that late goal because that will have hurt especially after you know we worked so well to, to get the goal through James Perch yeah it'll, it'll sting and it always will because it, a late goal no one likes conceding late goals and I think uh, it's just it's not even like through a lack of discipline it's just lapses in concentration and, and I think poor um, judgment because it's literally if he takes if he takes one if Bowery takes one for the team it's a different situation. I, I don't think we'd concede because um, I think everyone would dig in. But it, it's just these little things where um, where we know we can improve on and we know that we can we can change. And I think going back uh, and obviously going onto the training ground and working on these between now and then. I imagine we'll stay hotel tonight. I imagine we'd travel back tonight. Mm, travel back tonight maybe uh, we'll well, try, sure. we uh, stayed last night so I don't think we'll stay I don't think we'll do a two a two night so surely we'll maybe. travel back tonight but uh, at least with the gate, the Bolton game being moved back to the Wednesday that gives another day for Mez to work on the pitch and try and make it playable um, and do do the best he can because it, it is difficult because of how, how cold it's been and, and how wet it's been but hopefully uh, just a bit of a break is just enough to to firstly get pitch in a, a decent condition before the the bad weather hits, because the last thing we need is to get the is the pitch to be in an unplayable state, and then it get cold, it get wet, and then the pitch is in a worse state than it already was. I think the last thing we need actually in midweek. I know looking at the fixtures now, um, the last thing we need is is that game to be off. We need that game on. We need to start getting this uh, momentum uh, built up now. Obviously. Colchester this afternoon, Bolton Wednesday night, uh, Cambridge uh, of course uh, next Saturday uh, at home so obviously two home games back to back which will be um, a bit of a test of the pitch in, in some respects. Then a, an away trip to Harrogate followed by uh, Morecambe uh, at home of course you know there's a lot of football to be played but if we can get that game on on Wednesday I think that would be a huge achievement because you know we've not been on home soil for a while and it'll give us a, a, a massive opportunity Nath to you know to, to pick things up and to try and go uh, uh, to try and get uh, you know four points from a possible uh, from a possible six yeah I think if we could if we could do that if we could turn uh, Wednesday into a win then you won't look at uh, well if, if if people are you won't look at today as, as such a disappointment so um you know it's probably good that we have got another game around around the corner it'd be nice to be back at home in some ways it'll feel a bit like a a fresh start again because it's been that long since we played at home as you as you mentioned um it will be nice to to get back uh you know to the one call stadium obviously the 
the pitch isn't going to be the best, but neither are many pitches these days. It wasn't it wasn't very good today. It wasn't very good against Warsaw. So I think we've got to accept that it's going to be probably like that for the rest of the season until these pitches can be dug up and relayed. Because to be frank, the, a lot of the damage is already done on the pitches. So and they're not going to just magically uh, be, be you know fixed get fixed overnight. So we've got to deal with it. We've got to adjust this to the conditions. Um, but hopefully. Thanks to all the uh, the moaning that Ian Everts put out this uh, for the last few weeks, hopefully our players have got a bit of motivation to go out there, a bit extra motivation to go out there and uh, and, and send him home even more unhappy. Yeah, I think that's that possible. That'd be the thing I'd do. I'd, I'd pin Ian Everts' uh, comments up on the on the wall of the makeshift dressing room and just get the players to read them before they go out and just go out and absolutely pummel them on, on Wednesday. I'd love absolutely nothing more. Uh, Roger says, at the end of the day, uh, we're in a lot better position with Nigel and they're still unbeaten. I think we've got to be happy with how things are panning out. Unbeaten in seven, is it? Um, William says, I think like we've lost, I think, I feel like we've lost momentum having that many games called off and albeit slow, getting back up to speed. Uh, Keith says, we will get the result against Bolton in Nigel Clough we believe and Peter says well earned uh, point disappointed yes but no more injuries and a win against Bolton will make this uh, all the better absolutely and, and you know what Cam what William says is spot on in terms of we have lost momentum a little bit and Nigel Clough even admitted that didn't he in his press conference uh, um, before the, the Warsaw game it, it's you know, it's not necessarily what happens in that first game against Warsaw that first game back it's what happens in the next two or three afterwards He'll have seen that today. He'll he'll be un- understandably disappointed in the manner in which we've conceded, but he'll pick the boys up and we will go again. And the most important thing, I think, like I said at the end of the, the, the warm-up show, actually, is let's just try and stay unbeaten and, and try and make it hard for teams to beat us. Yeah, because uh, I was saying, as, as long as we keep scoring goals and as long as we keep staying defensively strong, then then we're going to do all right. I don't think it's the, the fact that we can't score and I don't think it's the fact that we concede a lot. I just think it's... It's just those little lapses in concentration. It's a lapse in concentration two tonight. It's a lapse in concentration twice that's that's done us in today. And these are things that we don't need to be worried about, I don't think, because these are things that we can work on in the training ground. And and I think the confidence in the camp will obviously be a little bit down, uh, obviously conceding late. But overall, I don't think it'll be taken of that much of a hit. Yeah, it's seven, seven unbeaten. We've lost one one game in 12. And I think I think the only team that's actually got a better form than us at the minute is Tranmere. So I, I, we've got enough confidence in the squad to keep going, I think. And I think we're just going to Wednesday, head held high, and just go out and play. I don't think we need to be worried about what Ian Everett says. Use it as a bit of motivation, but don't let it get to the players as much. I don't don't let it get in the players' heads. I don't play the occasion. Is I think is what I'm trying to say. Yeah, absolutely. It's just another game, isn't it? Just, just get out there and just go one better than than what you did in your last match. I think if you can do that, I think you'll be on course to do well. Obviously, in terms of the league table at the moment, uh, we'll have a look at that in just a second. Um, before we do that, though, uh, just a quick uh, reminder to get your comments in for your Man of the Match votes. I think it'll be a difficult one uh, to try and decide today, so get your thinking caps on uh, whilst we have a little look at the uh, Skybet uh, League 2 table and, of course, where uh, today's game uh, leaves us the result of today's game uh, leaves us um, after a uh, after a point at Colchester United this afternoon 
So a two-all draw for the Stags this afternoon in Skybet League 2 leaves Mansfield in 14th place at the moment, having played 26 games with 7 wins, 13 draws and 6 defeats this season. Finally in a better position than where we were in terms of winning more games than we have lost. That's definitely a step in the right direction. A plus 2 goal difference as well leaves the Stags on 34 points. And it's very tight in and around the Stags at the moment as well. Um, Oldham just beneath us in 15th on 34. Harrogate uh, in 16th on 33. Colchester on 33 as well. Then uh, Port Vale on 32. Scunthorpe also on 32. Um, looking above us... Again, uh, Bolton, who come to the One Core Stadium on Wednesday night, 5 o'clock kickoff for that one, uh, in 13th on 35 points. Crawley in 12th, also on 35. Then Warsaw ahead of them on 36. Uh, jump up to uh, Leighton Orient in 10th on 38 points. And then uh, Salford and Carlisle just outside the playoffs. League table looks like this then. Cambridge League the way at the top on 49 points. Forest Green in 2nd on 45 and then it's Cheltenham in third and 44 playoffs. It's Tranmere, Newport, Morecambe and Exeter. Exeter, incidentally, have 42 points and are, at the moment, uh, only eight points. Quick maths. Uh, ahead of Mansfield at the moment. The Stags, though, with that point this afternoon, uh, move 11 points away from the drop zone. Uh, Barrow in 23rd. Uh, having played 25 games with 23 points. Grimsby sit rock bottom at the moment with 21 points to their name. Of course, lots of football still to be played this month. Uh, of course, with Bolton at home on Wednesday. They, of course, in 13th. Then it's Cambridge, who have slipped off at, uh, of late, um, but have managed to get their way back to the top of the table. Uh, and then it's Harrogate, who are in and around us in 16th on the 23rd. And then it's Morecambe, also playoffs at the moment. So a opportunity, a real opportunity this month uh, to show teams in and around us what we are about. Fingers crossed that the Stags can do that as uh, the season continues. 26 games played so far by the Stags. Lots of games in hand as well. Today, though, a two-all draw at uh, Colchester United. Get your votes in now for Mansfield Matters Man of the Match, the coveted awards. All the glory, but no champagne. Have your say in the comments right now, and, of course, we'll reveal who's won the award in just a couple of minutes' time. Colchester United 2, Mansfield Town 2, who will be crowned man of the match this afternoon? It could be a difficult one to pick today, Nathan Edge. How many uh, names have you got in contention? Very difficult, um, but I've, I, I can I can only really think I'm just going to go for one. All right. How many advances on one? Uh, no, I've just got one as well for today. This could be over very, very quickly. I think I can probably stretch to two um, and maybe an honourable mention for another one. Um, Nathan, give me your name. 
Um, well, it wasn't very easy, to be fair, because I don't think anybody was outstanding or, or outstandingly poor. You know, I think it was an average performance across the board, but I, I'm going to go for James Perch as my nomination. Oh, you sod. Are you going for James <laughs> Perch as well, Cam? Yeah, like, I've already got it written down. Oh, I mean, I'm writing it down. I mean, yeah. that's just F, isn't it, but... Oh, there yeah, you that's, go. This is weird. That's about three three weeks in a row, Cam. That we've actually agreed on a man of the match. I'm really not liking this. <laughs> no, it's not good. It's not good. You two getting on is is never good. It's not good for content oh, either. That far. Well, on, yeah, good point. Periods <laughs> um, of agreement. For me, James Perch uh, is is in there. I thought he did did relatively well at right back. Um, I'd like to see the video back of the second goal though to see where he was uh, positionally because obviously it did come from uh, from that side. Did very well though to, to score the goal, got into a good position and, and you know followed uh, the fluidity of, of play, getting forward and uh, and doing well to, to get space inside the box. Um, Jamie Reid's another one for me. He's the second name for me. I felt he led... Uh, the line well today. I, I felt um, he was unlucky not to score, really. Yeah, I'd, I'd, again, I'd like to see that offside decision back. Um, very, did well, very, very tight. Yeah, got into a good position, took the, the finish very, very well. Obviously got the assist for James Percher's goal as well uh, and uh, created a bit of a nuisance trying to close things down. Uh, the other honourable mention is not who you think it is. No. It's, not. No, it's it's not. I, I gave him credit early. I gave Aiden Stone credit early for the, for the save. Um, came came out and I reckon it's Ollie Clark. Your other one. Oh, you're wrong. Really? You're wrong. Oh. Yeah, you're wrong. Um, my other one is uh, actually George Maris today. Um, I felt he did a lot of running off the ball, um, especially first half when. You know, it was really difficult to get going. He had to drop a lot deeper and, and try to win possession back a lot of the time and trying to get his play forward. It just didn't work. The link-up between him and Stephen Quinn didn't work as, as, as well as it should do, but I felt that Maris put in a decent shift. Um, if you're going to... Uh, if you're going to pin me to make me make a decision now, I think, on balance, I'm going to go for Jamie Reid today. Um, I felt, again, like I said... Good movement across the front line. Um, good finish for, for his offside goal and, and good as, uh, assist as well for, for James Perchers. Uh, the, the reason Perch doesn't quite get it again is, like I said, I, I want to see that second goal, that equalising goal uh, uh, for for uh, for Colchester back. Uh, let's have a little look in the comments, see what you guys have had to say. Uh, Clive's gone for man of the match, Jamie Reid. Uh, Mark says Reid for me today as well. Kathy's gone for Reid. Uh, Nigel also gone for Reid. As has Richard, Reid's work rate and setting up the second goal, man of the match for me. Um, Chris says Jamie Reid. Wayne says Jamie Reid. Um, Nigel says Perch was nowhere for the second goal. Craig just uh, on the edge of the 18-yard box. Uh, and Clive's gone for Ollie Stone, according to the commentary team. So uh, there you go. Uh, this should be uh, an easily... easily if, if my maths is correct, this should be a, 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 a one... Uh, an easily run thing. Let's we let... don't have to do this whole thing. We don't have to do it. We know who's won. I mean, we do because it's content and it's. I mean, it's good value content. Who has won Mansfield Masters Man of the you. Match today? It was a two-all draw against Colchester United. But who has won the covered Mansfield Matters Man of the Match award? Is it gonna be Jamie Reed, the striker? Is it gonna be? Ollie Stone, the pretend goalkeeper. Is it going to be the right back, James Perch? 
Or is it going to be A and other? Cam Felton is taking a drink of water. He's preparing for his big moment. How long can I keep this really rubbish accent up for? I think it's about 10 seconds. You'll know what happens when the beat drops and we figure out who is today's Mansfield Matters Man of the Match. We're going to find out very shortly. Today's man of the match is Jamie Reed. There you go. I think that's, oh, that's, the, that's the, slickest, the slickest that has gone. And we can stop doing that now. We can stop <laughs> doing that now. It's so long. Yeah. To, to, proud to, of you. Yeah, well done, Cam. I'm going to give you a round of applause. Well done, Cam. Brilliant work. Uh, not that's very hard. Exactly. Uh, that's just about it for us uh, today. Uh, well done to Jamie Reed for winning the coveted Mansfield Matters uh, Man of the Match Award. We will be back on Wednesday at... Let's work this out. Kickoffs at 5. 10 to 4, yeah, 10 to 4, 3.50 uh, will be on our Facebook page, so make sure you uh, like our Facebook page and turn notifications on for that. Uh, we will also be recording a bit of a, a different podcast. We'll be recording a uh, special Stag Stories episode uh, tomorrow with an unidentified player. More details on Wednesday, so make sure you join us uh, for that. For now, though, my thanks to Nathan Edge and to Cam Felton, as always. And my thanks to you guys at home for getting involved in the comments. In the end, it was only to be a point on Valentine's Day. But regardless of conceding late on stags, don't worry. We forgive you. And we'll always love you. Just make up for it on Wednesday night and beat Bolton, please, and really shut Ian Evan up, Ian Everett up. Otherwise, it could be an interesting show after the game. Either way, make sure you join us on Wednesday at uh, 3.50 for the warm-up show, Facebook Live exclusive, and then 15 minutes after the full-time whistle as Stags host Bolton. Today, though, on Valentine's Day, a two-all draw at Colchester. We'll see you on Wednesday. Enjoy the rest of your weekend. This is the show for the fans, by the fans. Why? Because Mansfield matters. Rose are red, violets are blue. I can't think of another rhyme. In the end, it was 2-2. Goodbye. Fan Network is proudly teaming up with three for Mental Health Awareness Week this year. Beyond the pitch, beyond the results, we're here to connect fans, getting them to embrace the highs and lows of supporting your club because we're not just fans, we're a team. With two in three football fans having struggled with their mental health, we understand that life off the pitch can present its own challenges. That's why we're committed to ensuring you have the tools to stay connected with your friends and fellow supporters. Take a moment to connect with your mates. A simple text or an open conversation can make a world of difference. And if they don't respond right away, don't hesitate to follow up. Let's all take a moment to talk more than football.
Away days are great, but there's nothing quite like playing at home. The same goes for McDonald's. Maximize your home ground advantage with McDelivery. Order now on the McDonald's app. At participating restaurants, 18 plus serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans.